Ring, Your World, Of Creativity, with Mark Stinson, copyright 2021. Well, hello again, everyone. This is Mark Stenson, and welcome back to Unlocking Your World of Creativity. This is the podcast where we promise to take you on an around-the-world, well, virtual trip anyway, to meet creative people, talk about where they get their inspiration for their ideas, but also how they organize and package and brand their ideas to help get them out into the world, and where they get the confidence to say, my work deserves to be out in the world. We're just so glad today that our travels take us to Denver, Colorado. We've got a great view of the Rocky Mountains. Kristen Olson is my guest. Kristen, welcome to the program. Hello, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. We've crossed paths now a plethora of times, and now we finally get to have a conversation. So I'm very grateful to be here. Exactly. I was mentioning to you, Kristen, it's like, let's get beyond the chit chat and, you know, the small talk and let's get on the mic. Because apparently I only know how to talk with a microphone in my hand. Uh, Other people have accused me of not being very open and honest about my feelings and opinions. Ha. But on this program, anything goes, right? (laughs) I love it. People always ask, you know, what is, because I have a podcast as well. Have you learned a lot? Have you enjoyed it? Do you think, you know, what are you going to monetize or whatever? I'm like, honestly, it's helped me as a person so much as far as vulnerability and using my voice and all the cliches. So I'm right there with you. It's a powerful, powerful thing. Maybe it's, maybe it's for us. That's the whole inline. Who knows? Maybe it is. And and also, I mean, think of all the people you've talked to. Well, I've only known you a year, but think about the last year. How many people have you talked to that you would have no reason otherwise or no opportunity to talk with except uh, in this medium? Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, it opens up major doors. Yeah. Well, Kristen's background is in branding and marketing, so we we share that affection and that uh, craft in common. But her creativity has taken a, a different direction. She's come up through marketing of things like sports and apparel and athletic marketing and so forth, and now has moved into the podcasting field in a big, big way. Kristen, how has that been for you? And when we talk about, I guess, branding your podcast, first of all, turmeric and tequila, (laughs) folks, is the name of the podcast. So there's a very yin and yang, I think, uh, going there. But tell us about the brand of the podcast and, and how you decided to build it. Yeah. So I've been in like the branding and marketing arena for about 20 or so years. Right out of college, I started a lacrosse company. I was a collegiate athlete and we very quickly learned how to navigate creative strategy and sponsorships because we started to do stuff for free so we could further expose sports and the sport of lacrosse in Colorado, which wasn't a big thing at the time. So as things were growing and my athletic journey was progressing, longtime athlete, we really just started to innovate. You know, when you're a startup company and you have no budget, no money, and really no idea what you're doing because you're fresh out of college and you're a zero year old. Um, and mad respect to all my young entrepreneurs, but you just, you, you figure it out as you go, even if you have a plan, um, you, you figure this out and you don't understand how important that creative mindset is. And you don't realize how creative you are in the beginning because you are, you're just figuring out solutions to problems because you don't have a big budget. You don't have probably a ton of resource across the board. So you just find a way. So the creative journey, and as I've gotten older and unpacked more stuff about myself and understanding like my core values, creativity, ironically, is number three. And so I had no idea how important that was to me when I reflected back being like, oh, when I was creating logos or sitting down with a company and talking about a really cool strategy or designing myself, I was, I love that. I love that part of it. So it's been a major through line in my entire life and or entrepreneurial experience. So by the time I got to Turmeric and Tequila, the podcast, it was minimal because 
I was an athlete that loved social and party and, and humans. And then I love to be away and study and train and work hard. And it, so it was this very much oxymoron. So I love turmeric and I, it's one of the most powerful anti-inflammatories out there. It's a, it looks like an orange ginger root. And if you haven't ever tried it, go eat it. It's in, I mean, it's very big in consumer package, the food world right now. So it's in everything, but it's phenomenal for you. And then obviously tequila is glorious, um, but both things in balance, it's, it's good. So we started the podcast really just to highlight that parallel and other humans, I say my varsity human that are questioning a better way and kind of being all things. I love that. Uh, varsity humans. Let's slow that down a little. Varsity humans questioning. I mean, there is this kind of inquisitiveness, isn't there? Again, like you, I, I think I've probably made more money and had more fun asking the great questions than I have ever being the strategist in the room who had all the answers. Have you found that? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes when you can just meet, when you, you know, when you pick the right clients and there's just a vibe and you can kind of have like this creative conversation session, even if they come in with a plan and idea, it, when they're open to creativity, some really cool things happen and they can kind of use the the best version of you and your skill sets as the creative. So I think that's really cool to always be as useful as possible. But as far as the podcast, it was funny because Tumor and Tila, you can see how the branding is very, very simple. It's black and white, like it's cut and dry because I didn't know if people were going to understand turmeric and tequila, which yes. they kind of don't. And it's almost worked to my favor. It's because people ask then about it and they're like, oh, it's a, okay. And they're like, is it good? I'm like, well, it's mine. So I'm going to say yes, but <laughs> you can be the only, you can be the judge. But I was strategically like, this is just really raw. It's really, it's, it's two things I love. This is it. Like, we're not going to do a big whiteboard around it, whatever just going to be. So it was the one creative project where it was years in the making, but I did almost no thinking when it came to actually putting pen to paper. Yeah. And it's interesting that kind of creativity. One is, hey, I'm going to make something out of nothing. And I just want to put my own personality because it is a personal brand. Yeah. You know, the other kind of creativity, meaning problem solving, you know, how do we fix this? How do we fix that? Which side of that do you enjoy the most? You know, the more I, I want to say got better at my job and, and honestly, just understanding who I'm as, as, as a person, it was the marketing. It's so great when you can be creative and create something out of nothing. It's even better when you can sit down with someone and say, what's already here? What's the goal that's already here? And instead of creating something new, let's mine that goal that's already there and expose it. And, and I, particularly with like personal management, like people or individual brands, you know, they've got these ideas and I'm like, well, God, you, you do this a certain way. You have this little idiosyncrasy. This is so cool. Like instead of reinventing the wheel, let's just, let's highlight the way you do this. And it's authentic anyways. And authenticity in this day and age, thank goodness, is so deeply important. Our young humans consume differently. They know how to Google you and search you and understand where you come from. It's not just, you know, this disconnected brand anymore. That's a million miles away. Everything is very in reach. So as the markets evolved and, and the consumers evolved and I've evolved, I think it's really about just telling the truth and highlighting what's already there versus creating this, you know, really fabulous story. And of course there's a balance to that because you can, you know, get creative and highlighting what's there, but I really do like revealing what's there versus creating something out of thin air. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I'm curious as you talk about these varsity humans and being vulnerable and so forth, you know, there is a certain energy and competitiveness that comes through your sports background. You're, you know, you're an athlete yourself. You're always in training. Where do you balance that against what we're all dealing with in, in all creative fields, this comparison you know, this, I wish I was doing better. Boy, that, uh, that person over there is doing so much better than I am. And yet you want to keep the competitive edge. How yeah. have you found that balance? 
that's really hard. And, you know, coming out of college, I think every collegiate athlete has like this identity crisis where you graduate and you're like, oh, I'm an athlete, but now I'm not. Now I'm a professional. Well, that's kind of weird because that's what everybody is and I'm not everybody and whatever our story is. But I think it's that mindset and that dialogue with yourself, which again, took me a long time to fully understand and unpack and get it right of branding and marketing and all these things, even our realities. I would say reality is nothing more than applied meaning, like really old school philosophy, you know, Plato or Socrates, any of these you unpack. Yeah, everything around us is made up. Like I call this a cup because I was taught as I grew up to say, this is a cup. This is a microphone. We're on a podcast. That's only because we've been taught these are these things. I could call I a microphone. You're saying. They defined it. Yeah. 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 A squirrel if we want. It doesn't matter. So when you kind to look around and you realize everything's made up you can pull back and breathe a little bit and be like oh like let's just go one thing at a time and maybe i don't need to be doing all this or need to be you know what this person's doing because maybe that society says is this successful but that's not even my idea of success maybe i don't want to be working 90 hours a week and sitting on a yacht maybe i want to be at home with my dogs and relaxing and it's pulling back and really getting in touch with yourself and be like okay what are what do i care about what are my core values and minimize the comparison. It's uh, people, are, you know, we've heard the quote a million times, comparison, the thief of joy. So you don't, you really don't want to be out there comparing things and so many things. Nutrition's different per person. Mm. Success is different per person. You know, what marriage looks like is different per person. So it's, I think comparing and being a competitive athlete, like having a gauge on what other people are doing is not bad because you can, I think it's good to have something like a fire in your, your behind you being like, let's go. But also like within balance of knowing like, that's so great. They're doing this. I want to do this too. But also we're very different people. We want different things. So it's, it, it can be a motivator, but it doesn't need to be something that brings you down. Mm -hmm. And I think in principle, we all get it, but boy, in practice, you know, yeah. and in daily life, I mean, have you ever come to one of those fork in the roads, one of those hit the wall moments where you said, I've been comparing myself. Yeah. Can't I just go with the joy? You know, yeah. I, I just want the joy. A hundred percent. I mean, I, I'm sure the podcasting world is still very new to me and, and I'm coming on year two. I had a, a pretty slow start, but then once I was in, I was in, that's kind of my life jam anyways. But you know, it's hard to be like, Oh my God, well, Mark's doing this. And this is so cool. He does on this podcast. And I'm like, well, we're kind of different or, you know, the on-air brand guys are, it's so hard to not watch particularly as a competitor and be like, Oh my God, I got to train more. I got to do more. I got to get more casts out. And then you have to pull back and be like, time out. First of all, this isn't even a full-time thing yet, even though it kind of is. We need to like balance. Oh, you need to go it can easily dog. become a full-time thing. <laughs> oh, 100%. It sucks you right uh, in. It's like, hey, but this is fun. I'd like to do this 24-7. It's just, it's just a mindset. I don't think that ever goes away, but I don't think it's all bad either. Because I do think it's like, get up, let's go. Come on, let's tighten the screws here. Let's, you know, let's work a little hard. Let's do this, but also let's pull back when need, when need be. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of the programs and episodes and interviews you've had a chance to do on your program and just maybe some of the inspirational moments that have come by because you were on a podcast. What were some of those conversations like that stick out in your mind? Oh man. I, someone asked me like, what are some of my favorite episodes? And I, I think I'm, they're like my little children. And I'm the mom answer. Of, yes. I love them all. Differently. I love them they're, all. <laughs> yeah. They're all so special. I will say though, you know, with 2020 being such a unique crazy year. And, you know, we have po politics and diversity and inclusion and Black Lives Matter and all these inequalities and like just really heavy conversations in the economy. Uh, I started doing these conversations called open mics and we were specific in working and highlighting conversation around diversity and inclusion. And KO Alliance, my consulting company, we've gotten very specific, I think just because that's my heart and universe, you know, takes you where you want to go. We work with mission driven businesses. So a lot of charities or philanthropic initiatives, whether it's like a, a regular business that's doing a charitable initiative, that's kind of where we go. So it was a natural switch for the podcast to open up to these open mics and really highlighting voices of color, 
just really different things. And I just did a cast with the Special Olympics of Colorado and I had no idea what they really did, how it was, you know, a lifetime uh, opportunity for these athletes. You know, they're, they're in it, it builds a community for the families around. I mean, it was just eye-opening to know what that organization does and how they stay with these athletes and their families for their entire life if they, if they want, if they choose it. So conversations like that have just been so eye-opening for me like we were discussing before we jumped on, if we never get anything out of, we never make, you know, the money or the fame or whatever the goal is, it's, there's so much personal growth within it. It's, I mean, I just have such deep, deep gratitude for it. Mm -hmm. And now do you listen to other podcasts differently? I, you know, I do. And I, I would, I throw this question back at you. By the time I get done with mine, I listen to so many less podcasts a week because <laughs> I'm. it's so much and it's amazing, but I'm like, okay, again, go walk the dog, go to training, go do your work, go do. <laughs> so yes. I do listen it with more of like, um, like I'm listening for tips almost. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. this is so cool the way they do this. Or, or I mean, anything, it's just like when you watch game tape or you watch something back, it, then you're like, oh my God, I'm going to try this move. I'm going to do this. So yeah, I think I listen it more as like a consumer and I hate to say a competitor, like a fellow competitor mm -hmm. than just, uh, just a listener. Yeah. Do you do that? I'm curious. Well, I, you know, I have done that. And I, the reason I asked the question is, you know, sometimes I'm listening for, oh, I'd have that guest too, or I, I could ask a better question than them. Okay. Maybe that's the case. Yeah. But also there is this going back to the comparison, you know, it's like, well, David Axelrod got this writer or this politician on his <laughs> podcast. Maybe I should go that after them too. And I forget, well, he's probably personal friends with them. But you never know. But it is different the way I listen to different genres. You know, like I'll listen to the New Yorker podcast, which is completely different yeah. than a Harvard Business Review podcast, which is completely different from, you know, Fast Company. Uh, yeah. So it's just, they're all, the genre is different. And I do ask myself, you know, you, you also uh, have these guests, but you know, it doesn't have to be an interview every time. And so I think experimenting with different formats is kind of fun too. I completely agree. I just think the while it's good to watch people, I, I'm with you, like, especially at this level to not watch too many things. So you do just stay truly authentic to you because I think your audience comes for you. Like we're not this on this big, huge platform yet. So they're showing up for Mark. They're showing up for Kristen. So I think if you're, if they already are friends with you, they like you or for your reason. So if you're all of a sudden doing some different thing, it's kind of like, well, I don't really know this person. Like, I don't know what they're doing. So and I think, again, kind of going full circle back to the branding, that's your authentic voice, no pun intended. Like, so you don't, the comparison's good, but also just pull back and just do you as as, as hard as that is. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and I guess going back to these personal stories, you know, that do tend to come out, you yeah. know, because somebody will say, I'll never forget the time. And you didn't really ask them, but they, they recalled that that was their, you know, brick in the wall moment. That was their fork in the road, whatever the case might be that that drove them to this career decision or this personal move or the reason they moved to this town whatever the case might be yeah. have you had those kind of revelation moments yeah we did one with uh holy kicks it's a 501c3 a nonprofit out here that uh focuses on people experiencing homelessness and they give out shoes and they the motto is we walk with you in life and or on your journey and Tig, the guy I had on, he's a fellow CrossFitter, a really great family friend. You know, he's super vulnerable in it. I'm not the most vulnerable human. Like I'm, I'll meet you where you're at. I'm good with that. But in, like, unless you ask me, I'm, I'm just kind of going through life, doing my thing. But I knew, I know coming in, I always say like, I will meet you where you're at. And like, if I'm opening up the mic and I'm asking things and you ask me back, I'll, I'll, 
all oblige because I think that's only fair. So, you know, he told some really deeply personal stories and we got emotional. It was the first time I had like, you know, cried on the cast and I didn't know where it was going to go. And I think every time you come in, you just have to be ready and open and, and on the flip side, not over calculated because you just need to go with it and be a person, be a human, be, be in it with them and let it be as imperfect or whatever. And if the conversation goes to a totally unplanned place, I think that's beautiful because it's serendipitous and universe. Like, I think we're here to give out messages. So whoever needs to hear this, will hear it. So if the conversation went there, we're providing a message for someone that needed to hear it, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Totally does. And I think, you know, on this podcast, we talk mainly about creative practices and, you know, methods and tools, but I host another show with my friend Kirsten Gouldy about more spiritual practices, I'll say, but, okay. you know, conscious leadership, enlightened thing. And we'll ask people about their meditation or we'll ask them, you know, how they practice mindfulness and things like that. And uh, a guest, I mean, we, we stopped the recording and, and she said, I, I can't believe I totally froze because here I have, I've been running my business. I think I'm all mindful and I can't tell you one thing I've done in the last month that has anything to do you know, with my own spiritual realm or development, I just want to go in the closet, you know, and do my journaling for a while, because I've missed it. And so it does, these conversations do often prompt, you know, I'd like to try something new, or I'd like to get back to a habit I thought I used to have kind of thing. Yeah, what I mean, it's, we've gotten particularly in 2020, we've gotten so disconnected, like we're literally not seeing each other. And even zoom, I mean, it, it, we're disconnected, like we're not in per, in face, like face to face in person. But how often are we having these conversations with someone that isn't our husband or our wife, our, you know, training person or our kids or our dog for me, because I talk to my dogs. Um, we're, these conversations are really raw and vulnerable. And you, if you don't know someone well, I think you're more likely to share. Or I really want to say if you've created a space as a good host, so I think it's a compliment to you if it's happening a lot. You've created the safe space and your heart's open and people feel comfortable sharing. I mean, that's truly a gift. And that's really powerful because it's it's you two that are having this incredible moment. And now somebody that gets to hear that and ha- and be equally as impacted. So it's, it's a really powerful thing. No, I agree. Well, let, let's also go back to the sort of premise and content or concept of your podcast, this turmeric and tequila. That's sort of a good health and a good mental health and a good, what, uh, joy of life. Kind. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, well, so turmeric obviously is the anti-inflammatory, <clears throat> excuse me, and then tequila is the inflammatory. So it's the juxtaposition of, of finding that through line. And ironically, as I look at my logo, I never even realized there's kind of like this symbolic through line. It's two T's or it's a barbell, if, however you want to look at it. I've gotten both. Um, I haven't seen the barbell. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Visual. <laughs> so in any which way. But what I really started was because coming from marketing and branding and do, having, having done some personal management and, and then I coached for nine years out of college, young women of a varsity team from, oh, I don't even know, 2004 to like 2014 or something, about 10 years. And I saw how different our young people were consuming social media. I didn't grow up with, you know, a cell phone or whatever. And we all remember middle school and high school with pressures and, you know, the popular and who's the coolest and the fastest and the skinniest or whatever. And nowadays it's tenfold. And I saw how much our young humans were consuming this media and it's literally shaping the reality. So as we discussed, if reality is nothing more than applied meaning, they're sitting here watching companies and influencers create their world as meaning. And we know how many filters and fake conversations are out there and blah, blah, blah. And I, and as marketing branders, we're part of that. I'm on the front lines of creating reality, essentially. So I felt this very deep, deep responsibility to be like, okay, we see the, these young people consuming this and old people alike. Myself, I'm on the phone all the time now too, which we're also balancing that. And 
this is what I'm thinking is real. This is where the comparison comes from. I'm like, okay, we, I'm very intentional about working again with heart driven and, and mission driven companies, but there's still a lot of like BS and smoke and mirrors to it. So as we pull back on the professional side, I was like, we really need to bring the truth to the table and start talking about this and not really to call it the bad, but to highlight the good. There were so many great mm-hmm. humans I was coming across that were doing incredible things. People like yourself, like, let's get on the mic. Let's just talk about it. I don't really know the answers, but I know what I've done. And if my journey streamlines any of your pro- process at all, like let's put it out there. So that's where that came in for me. And highlighting like this truth alongside being a marketing and brander. So again, it's this turmeric and tequila, it's this devil and angel, it's inflammatory, anti-inflammatory and finding that balance of being both things. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and going to this word vulnerable, which we, you know, vulnerable, authentic, we, we use it now so casually, but there is a vulnerability to creativity, isn't there? Yeah. You know, and if you're the lone artist sitting in your basement or in your studio doing the painting, okay, then, you know, that's your, that's your technique. But I think people want to somehow get the work out. And this is what I always stress. And I I wanted to ask you your experience on this. You say, I have this idea, but I want to talk to people. I want to, you know, get this uh, podcast up and running, or I want to reach out to these nonprofits and other mission-driven companies. what, What is the, I guess, obstacle sometimes that you feel personally to get over? It's like, well, I got to get over what? to, you know, let that real thinking shine. I will say with 99% of the companies I've worked with, particularly with like individual management, meaning like one person trying to build their own brand or they're one, like a sole proprietor, it is is very fear-based. It's like, I don't want to do this. I don't necessarily, or if it's just them, they don't want to put their voice out there. And I certainly still struggle with that because I think it's a little bit, you know, it's not vulnerable. It's just it's a lot <laughs> to be like, here I am, listen to me. Like I'm the best, Blah. but you, you do, you just have to, you have to leap and it's way easier to coach us than to actually do it. As I just said, but pulling someone through being like, yes, this is great. If you believe this and you believe in it, you just have to start. It's going to be flawed. It's going to be terrible to start out. It, but if you don't start, we're never going to really know what it is. Even with the best plan, even with a ton of money spent, I know so many fitness businesses that had all the money, they had the nicest gym and it still flopped because mm-hmm so many other pieces of the puzzle were missing. So you just have to start and just take a leap. I will say, put yourself a good practice for this. Put yourself in situations where you're likely going to fail. Even if it's like, I've never done a spin class before, go do it and be bad at it and go, you know, just like we were kids, go play on the playground and you fly off the tire swing because you don't, you've never been on it and like find ways to fail. One advantage I had being an athlete is I had failed so many times, not making the team or having success in it, you know, becoming a D1 collegiate athlete, but then yeah. getting to a really good team and being a bench warmer my freshman year. I then CrossFit post-college, like failing in front of a lift in front of thousands of people. Like you get comfortable in, yeah, it rips your heart out every single time, yeah. but you get comfortable in it. And you kind of learn like it's not, the world's not going to end if you don't look good. It's okay. We just need to start. And it's so interesting you say, you know, because so many ideas, yes, they might be capital investment, you know, money heavy. Like I got to buy a building. I got to get yeah. the equipment in there. You were talking about gyms and things, but, but Hey, I, I want to do a podcast. I want to self-publish a book. I want to start posting a blog on a daily basis. I mean, there, the levels kind of go down. You're yeah. not going to get hurt. You're not going to hurt anybody. You're not going to go broke, you know, <laughs> but I guess you're saying it's also the vulnerability part comes in hearing your own voice and yeah. knowing that other people are listening too. Yeah. 
Well, and you know, I think if you have a book, you have time to edit it. It's still, I'm not taking away any respect or vulnerability there or a piece of art. You can be in your basement. You can be by yourself creating. However, I really do have so much respect for my fellow podcasters because once we put it out there, it's out there. Like that's it. And even if you edit a ton, which I don't on turmeric and tequila and a lot of people, my, some of my really good casters be like, no, you got to edit. We, we just don't. Cause the whole thing for us is about truth and flawed and whatever. So maybe that'll change down the road. But I know once it's out there, it's out there. And I might say in 10 years from now, I might've said something really stupid and ignorant and we don't know. But my inline is I have more fear of saying nothing than saying the wrong thing. So we're just going to pack a helmet and just deal with it as we go. Uh, that's a great, great saying. I think we'll end there. I mean, what a terrific conversation, Kristen. And this idea that I'm more afraid to say nothing than I am afraid to say something and have it yeah. judged or be wrong or you know, have to edit it later. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which... Lord knows I've had to edit later. <laughs> I was going to say there, there's learning within that you've got to pack a helmet and you know there's going to be some erases but but then you you learn it once and then it doesn't happen again pack uh, a helmet That's yeah my other motto that, that would be a great bumper sticker for my life <laughs> we can make that happen we can make that happen uh, yeah send me that will you i, I got oh, you yeah. i need that on my coffee mug <laughs> so real and, and i'll be trying turmeric this week in oh you got to in moderation <laughs> yes. Yes. Do it. The, the spice just in a jar. It's super easy. Always eat it with black pepper. It's more bioavailable. I, won't I was going to say, it. wait, when you say eat it. Okay. Give me the lowdown. So, well, so I, I'm going to the health food store or do I just go to the supermarket and I'm going to take turmeric. What does this mean? Well, there's a couple of things. You can just buy a supplement, like in a capsule form, which okay. works. Usually it has black pepper in it and a couple other things that help it make more, make it more bioavailable, meaning like it just, it actually works better in your body. It's, it's a better anti-inflammatory alongside other health benefits. I, when I, my quick explanation is like people, I always say take turmeric instead of Advil. So it helps like inflammation and everything else. I take it daily. Then I take the capsule form, but then I also try and cook with it. And if you go in your grocery store in the produce section, uh, like where you find ginger, or all the herbs, it's so popular now. Most, grocers do have it it should be by the ginger or like the lettuce along the wall mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's an orange root so you'll see it so uh, if you can eat it cook it with it with pepper it's in like curries a lot of indian food it's the flavor is phenomenal it does stain things it's bright orange it's beautiful um but be conscious when you're cooking because it does don't, don't get this on your shirt yeah yeah <laughs> and so i'm buying if i'm buying this root what am i cooking i mean I, you say cook with it yeah, why, there's a phenomenal, um, if you look on my social media on our Instagram, uh, we have a ton of good turmeric recipes, including a turmeric margarita that's amazing. But you could, there's uh, turmeric like in curries. So like coconut milk, it's gluten-free, dairy-free. I can get way into the minutia here, but it's, it's really in anything that's like, Indian food, but I, I chop it up and I put it in all my vegetables when I'm like sauteing it. I mm. chop it up and I put it on like steak and chicken when I'm grilling. So I try and put it in everything because it's just so good for you. So just well, throw it in whatever you're definitely eating. Smoothies be in the morning. I, I follow your Instagram, but I can't tell you I paid enough attention to how the turmeric is uh, used. <laughs> it's, I just posted a margarita cake. So, I mean, all <laughs> again, balance. We'll post workouts. All, you know, all next in month. balance. That's yes. right. Well, yeah. Kristen, tell our listeners where they can connect with you and follow you and certainly listen to the podcast. Where can we hook up? Sure. We are online at turmericandtequila.com. So www.turmericandtequila.com. And then our social media is turmeric tequila on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, I believe. And my personal one is Madonna's hero. I'm a huge Madonna fan. And any, and then the business is KO Alliance, A-L-L-I-A-N-C-E. But if you find any one of those, you can find the rest of it. 
That's terrific. Well, what a great conversation, uplifting, motivational, high energy, and that's who Kristen Olson is. So definitely go by the Turmeric and Tequila podcast after you finish this episode. Always finish the episode first. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This is wonderful to finally connect. Yes, it is. And so uh, folks, be sure to follow uh, Kristen Olson and KO Alliance and Turmeric and Tequila. And this is the kind of podcast that we really love because it's open. I haven't asked this series of, you know, here's my top six questions. I ask every guest. We haven't gotten into a seven point creative model. Here's my triangle of opportunity. This has been just a conversation. And this is what we can do as creative people. And I think in the first few episodes, we talked about coffee shops. Remember those? You know, you just show up and you talk to people. But I think this has to be a forum like that, too. So if you've heard somebody, if you've listened to a podcast and you say, I really should follow up, wouldn't you say, Kristen? I mean, hey, follow up, you know? Absolutely. Connect on LinkedIn, follow up, ask a question, put something in the comments section. We're all open for that kind of dialogue. Super accessible and absolutely love and appreciate any sort of feedback or connection. It's, it's, it's very needed in 2021. Yes, indeed. Well, we'll do it again for sure, Kristen. Yes. All right, folks, this has been Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And you can see when we say unlocking, there's a lot of keys to unlocking that world. And part of it is to get out there, have conversations, be authentic, ask a lot of great questions, and then uh, be open for some creative answers. I today, I'm going to expand my uh, realm uh, and go outside my comfort zone with turmeric. Tequila, uh, that's that's another (laughs) level of my comfort zone, but I will approach that someday too. One or the other. It's all good. It's all good. All right, listeners, come back again for the next episode. We'll get more inspiration for our creative thinking and more inspiration and confidence to help get our creative ideas out into the world. I'm Mark Stenson, and we'll talk to you soon. Unlocking your own of creativity with Mark Stenson. Copyright 2021. Our podcast is supported by Adobe and the Adobe Creative Cloud. The Adobe Creative Cloud gives you the world's best creative apps and services so you can make almost anything you can imagine wherever you're inspired. The Adobe Creative Cloud is a collection of 20 plus desktop and mobile apps and services. We use Adobe Creative Cloud to help make this podcast using Adobe Audition, Premiere Rush, InDesign, and many more. So join the creative community with the Adobe Creative Cloud and let's make something better together.